0: Coming live from New Jersey, USA, is our guest this morning. Welcome to this very special edition of the KJ Masterclass Live, the show which ensures that you profit from your time spent here with experts either through their industry insights, information, or simply learning from them. Before I move forward, may I request you to follow, subscribe, like, and comment on whichever platform you are watching or listening to this show on. And today we have Sabrina, also founder and CEO of also safe welcome to the show sabrina
1: thank you so much aj this is so great thank you for the
0: opportunity thank you so much for joining it it's it's 8:02 in morning in the in india and it's more than 10:30 p.m there in the usa we are a day ahead it's it's 23rd and there you are still on 22nd so thank you so much for joining in at this late hour to my viewers, Sabrina also is a speaker, a TEDx speaker and consultant on promoting safety and preventing violence in the workplace, schools, and in places of residence. So, we'll be talking about uh, with uh, to Sabrina on how to feel safe, how to make our workplaces, our playgrounds, our, our, our residences safer as of today, because that's a great area of concern uh, today. So, Sabrina, can you tell us exactly? Uh, what do you work on about the type of work you do uh, for for the benefit of our viewers, and then we can talk about your expertise.
1: Sure, sure. Uh, um, just to understand the question, to talk about what Oso Safe is, right? And yes, the, the okay, sure. Um, Oso Safe, we provide products and services to promote safety and prevent violence in the workplace, schools, but in particular in your place of residence. So. And we do this by combining education and technology to promote safety and prevent violence. Um, and we have found that because we are not a nonprofit, we're not a charity, uh, we offer bona fide products and services to do this. So, so that way the problem actually gets resolved. Um, as we know, as we are aware, uh, violence, abuse, chaos, dysfunction is pretty prevalent, unfortunately, worldwide on a global level. So we feel I'd also say this is not acceptable. This is not okay. This is not, um, no one should live like that. You cannot live like that so um so yeah so we designed products and services mainly focusing though in the real estate industry and we could talk about that more further along in the interview but the focus is schools workplaces and places of residence but the focus is in places of residence the real estate industry
0: okay so uh i'm just curious to understand sabrina how did you get into this line of work means uh, it's, it's a certainly a great work that you are doing, but something that brought you in any particular thing.
1: Yes. Uh, I am a survivor of violence. My father beat my mother on a regular basis. My mother would beat me. So I know firsthand how difficult it is to live in those circumstances. It affects your life in every single way. Um, and you really can't live your best life living with a terrorist, if you will. It's kind of like living with terrorism right in your own home. So after much therapy at the advice of a a very good friend of mine, when I was at university, she said to me, Sabrina, um, and I, I, I felt comfortable enough to tell her what's been going on. I was 19 years old at the time. She said, you need to go get help. And I said to myself, yes, but I'm not the one who's got the abuse problem. My parents do. And she said, yes, but if you go get help, you're you'll be helping your parents. And that really resonated with me at the time. So, um, so, so I, I went to university, I graduated, I continued therapy. However, I'm a dancer, uh, AJ, uh, I'm a dancer and Oh Safe really started as a one-woman show that I wrote, choreographed, and performed in. I used to teach dance, so I also performed it with my dance students at the time. And, um, and the show is called Home Sweet Home? Question mark. And I play different women being abused. She goes to her good place. That's where the dancing comes in but then she's pulled back into the terror of violence. The show ends really strong, really empowering. And it was educational too, because I I did a lot of research for the show and I could not believe the statistics that I was finding. I said, wow, this is really common. So I said to myself, I want to create something that will really help people and make a difference in people's lives and that's how oso oh safe was born really how i came up with it and i said to myself what did i need growing up you know what did i need that would have helped me so uh so that's how oso oh safe was born really
0: now you're helping everybody else that's that's uh that's the spirit that's What's so inspiring about some people, including you, that your personal experiences drive you to not just you know wallow in self-pity, but make something better out of you, make the bring the best out of you, and do something for the larger good? That's that's very inspiring indeed, Sabrina. So talking about thank you talking talking about your work, uh, how do we make our places safer you know everywhere you see violence in one form or the other exists so many a times we are not able to notice it but it is there it's a, a very recognized fact and it is not just in the usa but everywhere including in india uh, that is where your expertise comes in that is why you are a guest on this show to help people in india understand that there are better ways to deal with these things to make our workplaces our homes and you know our playgrounds where our children play uh better so how do we do that can you tell us about that
1: yes education is a big part of it uh and this is what we do at also safe uh we really need to practice safety it's a practice it's not one and done and you know, you would think that maybe it's almost taken for granted. You, you become a parent and then you, you take the baby home and you hope that that baby will be raised with positivity, empowerment, encouragement, freedom of choice, respect, safety. But I have to say, Uh, Yes, some parents do, but there's other parents that do not. And that baby goes home to hell, basically, where there is violence, abuse, chaos, dysfunction. This is indeed a practice, AJ. So in other words, a key that's something that is very basic, that is very important with safety is respect, respect. You have to respect everyone in your household, whether you live with your mother, your father, your son, your daughter, your grandparents, your aunt, uncle, whoever it it is that you live with, even a roommate, even if you live on your own, you have to respect yourself and respect everyone in your household. And this is a practice. So whenever you feel like, Uh, you're pressured and maybe you had a very bad day at work and then you come home and we need to practice not taking out our anger on the people that are, that we live with that are important in our lives. This is a practice. So designate maybe some space and say, look, I need about 10 minutes. I had a very bad day at work. I'm going to lock myself in the bathroom. I'm going to lock myself in the bedroom and please give me my space. And you ask for it respectfully. Maybe you need five minutes, 10 minutes, a half hour, whatever it takes for you to really let go and, and say, okay, let's stay in the moment. Let's do some breathing. I'm with my family now and I'm safe. I don't need to bring work to home if you had a bad day. That's one example. Another example is, and this is what we do at Oso oh Safe, Safe, uh, with, with what we are introducing into the real estate industry. Um, we have to teach boys and girls from a very young age how to be in a relationship. So let's say you... Uh, you're a boy. We teach them that in order to become a man, you do not dominate women and girls. If you are a girl, same thing. You do not dominate when you are dating age, both male and female. You do not dominate anyone. It's a practice. It is a partnership. There should be no manipulation, no domination, no control. Um, you, we have to learn how to listen to one another and respect each other's space and respect each other's different viewpoints. And we are not saying at Oh so Safe, you're never going to fight. You're never going to get into an argument. No, that's not realistic. Of course, you're going to be in an argument. You're going to disagree with your husband, your wife, your boyfriend, your girlfriend. That happens, Right but it never ever crosses the line of abuse, not verbally, not physically, not sexually. So, um, and also another big component of what, of what we educate on. And I could talk about this later on in the interview, but I just want to mention it. Pornography is a big driver of violence, huge. And we're not talking about sexual freedom, that's fine. Sexual freedom is fine, but pornography is a big driver of violence. So whenever we give pornographic materials to our boys or girls, for that matter, you are basically teaching them how to be hostile towards girls. So pornography, and I'm so glad that here in the United States and probably worldwide, People are opening their eyes to this now. There are celebrities coming out and saying, "Yes, I used to be addicted to pornography, and I saw the harm that it was doing. And now I'm speaking out against it, and that we really need to stay away from that because it really, it it really, uh, uh um distorts your." Your image of a good relationship, of a healthy relationship. Because pornography is all about bondage, domination, sadism, masochism. These are not healthy components for a relationship. So we teach this at Also Safe. So I hope I gave your audience some tips or or things that are that you can apply right now. Right now, you know, um, uh, as far as making home safe, being in better relationships, um, all of these things are important.
0: Right, Sabrina. Yes, you did. it. Uh, nice tips indeed. Now talking of workplaces, that's one place a lot of, you know, our women, men, they go to work. Now, increasing number of women are going to workplaces across the world in a place like India more and more women are going to work. Now, how does one feel safe there every time? The workplace may feel safe, may may look safe, but one has to feel safe about it all. How do you do that? What are the tips uh, that one can adopt or adapt to and make feel, uh, feel safe all the time? Because that's not always the case.
1: Yes, yes, absolutely. I could tell you a statistic or a few statistics in the United States just to give uh some numbers. There are 2 million incidents of workplace violence that occurs in the US alone. Those are just the ones that are documented and that's just in the United States. That comes out to be about 33,000 per week and of those 17 result in a murder. So that's just in the US and we have said at also say for a number of years now if we want to make our workplaces safe our homes must be safe first because if you think about it if you are if you have a boss or a supervisor or an upper manager that is a bully that intimidates everyone all of their workers all of their employees that starts at home if they are like that in the workplace, imagine how they are at home. So we make that link, that connection, that how you are at work is a reflection of how you are at home. So if we make our homes safe, then our workplaces will be safe. Our schools, universities will be safe. Movie theaters, our malls, our public places will be safe. Something that we educate on at oso oh safe in in a, it's a, a major component is sexual harassment. Sexual harassment will create unsafe atmospheres in the workplace for sure. So and this goes for male and female. So if there's pornography that is allowed in the workplace, in any capacity, Or any comments, any derogatory comments like, oh, look what she's wearing. She's asking for it. Or look what he's wearing. Those are really tight pants. Who does he think he is? All of these contribute to a hostile working environment. So we educate on examples, on how to make it interactive. And again, this goes back to a practice. This has to be practiced um, how to speak to people in a respectful way, whether it be on the phone, whether it be through the computer, whether it be face to face, because no, no one deserves to be in a, in a workplace environment that is threatening, that is uncomfortable, that is unsafe. Um, and you are your company's responsibility once you enter the parking lot, the moment you enter the parking lot to the moment that you leave company premises. So we encourage workplaces to hire companies like us because a lot of the time everybody's busy doing research and development, quality assurance, accounting, uh, computers, it. But if you are not teaching your employees how to be safe, what to look out for, what are the warning signs? Well, then you are contributing to a hostile working environment and to practice no sexual harassment, that there will be no derogatory comments made about anyone. There's not going to be any bullying in the workplace. It won't be tolerated. So all of these things need to work together. I hope I make sense.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. In fact, uh, just a related question. You, you you talk about, you know, that sexual harassment, workplace violence, school violence, bullying, everything, these are all related and it's just a matter of connecting the dots, and the dots point to you know how one is raised at home. Could you elaborate on that point?
1: Sure, sure. Uh, I I know that how how you are at home, as we mentioned, uh, and it's worth repeating, is how you're going to be at work, at school, at university, in in any public place. For example, as you as you are aware, I'm sure in in schools, we have a big problem with school shootings in the United States. Right. 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 Uh, Too many. Uh, One was too many. And if you trace back for the most part, every single perpetrator, their home life was not a good home and they are violent at home. They are exposed to violence at home or abuse, chaos, dysfunction, a combination of all of those components. So when you have, for example, Nicholas Cruz, who was the shooter in the Florida Parkland, um, high school, when you have someone like that who was 19 years old at the time and this was i believe in 2000 uh 2018 around there i believe where he shot teachers professors and students to try to correct it at 19 is too late he And he showed problems, behavioral, violent problems, right when he was five, six, seven years old. That's when it needed to be nipped in the butt, if you will. That's where it needed to be resolved. Not when someone is 19 years old, having access to all sorts of weapons, guns, ammunition. It's almost too late to do anything at that point, because then... You, they already have established this hostile way of being. So again, this goes back to a practice. This goes back to we need to make our home safe. And what we are introducing, um, AJ, in the real estate industry are Oso Safe certifications, and that entails the Oso Safe Home Sweet Home package for residency. To make safety a required standard condition of residency. Let's think about that for a moment. So you have uh, working the heat, the hot water, the electricity, the central air, all of that works in a residence. But what about safety where you educate all of the residents, you have technology in place, to, to, uh, detect violence. You have mechanisms and systems in place in case violence happens. And with our certifications, the abuser is the one that gets evicted, gets expelled, not the victim, the abuser. So that way the rest of the units, the rest of the residencies stay intact. So we are flipping the script, if you will, in residency. And the rest of the family gets egg- extra therapy. Um, they get extra um, resources. And again, this is a practice. So we are changing the face of residency by making safety a required standard condition of residency. So I hope I answer the
0: question. Yes, yes, indeed. In fact... Could you elaborate more on this real estate uh, uh, work that you are doing, you know, uh, to prevent violence in all these places? Why does only real estate, or is that the only place to work on?
1: Well, we focus on real estate because if you think about it, most, if not all the crimes that happen with violence, abuse, chaos, dysfunction, they happen in some type of residence. Whether you live in a townhouse, a co-op, a condo, a single family home, a multifamily dwelling, a two family home, a villa, a mansion, a mobile home, a dormitory, a senior community, it happens in some type of residence, right? So, so we focus on making residency safe in terms of no violence, no abuse, no chaos, no dysfunction, substitute violence, abuse, chaos, dysfunction with positivity, empowerment, encouragement, freedom of choice, respect, respect. So we are introducing in the real estate into the real estate industry, and we're focusing on landlords and tenants right now, but we want this to propagate over all residency. So we're saying Look, Mr. and Miss Landlord, hire us. We will get your property Oso oh Safe certified. What does that mean? They purchased the Home Suite Home package, and it consists of a policy, a seminar, an app, and therapists assigned to the property. So just to give a brief overview of those components, the policy yes. basically states: we will provide you a safe space for you to live. But you, as my resident, as my tenant, you promise to not act in any way, shape or form abusively. Otherwise you, the abuser only gets immediately evicted from the premises. And we go into full knowledge knowing that that would be the consequences. So there's no surprise. There's no shock. You know that this is what's going to happen if you act like a beast, like a barbarian, like a savage in your home. The second component is the seminar, the home sweet home seminar, and we educate all residents, adults and children on facts, statistics, warning signs, definitions of abuse, the difference between abuse and discipline, just to name a few items. So that way people know, oh, wow, I didn't know that if I pull my partner's hair, that constitutes abuse. Now, you know. The third component is the app, the Oso oh Safe app. This app will detect violent like movements and captures them in real time issuing alerts to the landlord. So that way it eliminates the he said she said factor. And then the fourth and final component is therapists assigned to the property. So we have therapists, we are requiring all residents to check in with their therapist once a month. Is everything okay? Do you feel like anything is looming as far as abuse, violence? And just to give an example, let's say your child comes home with bad grades. You know, in an so safe certified property, you're not going to beat them up. You're not going to verbally disparage the child. And But we're going to help you how to handle this because you are held to a higher regard, a higher standard in an Oso Safe certified property. AJ, this is all preventative. This is a much better approach versus waiting for an episode of violence to occur. Then police come, you hear yelling and screaming. The kids are crying and bad news travels fast. This is all preventative, where you mitigate liability, you maintain property reputation, your vacancy rates will drop, and your tenants will feel safe. After all of these components are done for a property, the certification, our logo gets placed outside of the property, so that way anybody that's driving or they're walking past that logo outside of a property. They know what that means. Wow. I would rather live in an so safe certified property versus one that isn't because they are home violence conscious. They have systems in place in case violence happens. And this is preventative, which is huge. This is changing. The real estate industry, it's changing the game, if you will, in residency, making it safer or safe, great. I should say.
0: Great, great. One question that comes to my mind, uh, Sabrina, is that you can make societies safe, residences safe. What about the people within those places and they what they do online? There is a lot of violence online perpetuated by people you know, very much safe in their homes. Very, very innocent faces. They can be stalkers. They can be, you know, hackers. They can be anything. How does one deal with that?
1: Yes, we have a component in our seminars and in the certifications to address cyberbullying. This goes back to pornography. A lot of pornography is on the internet, how to educate your, your children, what to look out for, and that this is not healthy. What are the warning signs? Um, how to protect yourself issuing alerts or setting alerts for your, for your children, for yourself even, but this goes back to, if you think about it, a society is made up of people, right? A lot of people and individuals. And then as a society, it's many individuals all together. So if we make our residents safe, one residence at a time, our societies will become safe. And we believe that as, uh, as we gain more and more momentum at Oso safe, this will really catch on with residency. So if we make our homes safe, then once the people go out of their homes, then they will practice what they learned in the certification at home. They will propagate that at schools, at universities, at, in the workplace and everywhere that they socialize, whether it be going to a club, at a bar, at a party, at a feast, at a a movie theater, at a gathering, um in your in your place of worship, whatever that may be. Um again, uh AJ, this goes back to a practice. So so we feel that this will really catch on. Um uh because like I said you can't live like that when you're you you gotta watch what you say you you're always scared. When you put that key in your lock, you should feel like it's home and not hell. You should feel like it's your sanctuary and not a war zone. So one out of three women will be beaten or raped in a lifetime. One out of five adolescent girls is abused by her boyfriend. One out of seven men is abused. Um, 15 million children witness violence in their own homes each and every year. That's just in the U S just the ones that we know about that are documented. This is not acceptable. We are in 2022. We need to do better and we need real solutions, which we feel that we're doing, that we are introducing and implementing, uh, with, with, with what, with the products and services that, that we've been talking about.
0: Yes, Sabrina. In fact, you are providing a lot of solutions to, uh, to these problems, to societies, to residences and anywhere else that is possible. So how does one contact you? Uh, you have services in the U S and anywhere else?
1: Yes. Yes. Uh, we have intentions of becoming global for sure. Uh, global yes. uh, uh, Europe, Asia, um, uh, every continent, Australia, Africa, Canada, South America, everywhere, because this is very applicable. It's very, it's, it's universal, but, uh, our website is ososafe.com My direct email is Sabrina at also Uh, we are on all the major social media platforms, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter, Instagram, um, YouTube. Um, we also have a uh, an entity under Oso oh Safe called Oso oh Safe Kids, where we address uh, children that are safe at home as well as children that are not safe at home. Um, and this is like a YouTube channel that we just started about eight months ago, uh, eight to nine months ago, to give them a voice to speak out if they're not safe at home. Um, but that would be those would be the best ways to reach us.
0: Right. In fact, I'll also try and include uh, your website, your li- links, uh, d- details on the YouTube description, so that yes, people can. Yes,
1: absolutely, manage.
0: absolutely. So, talking of kids, Sabrina, my last question is that today's parents are in a great deal of dilemma dealing with children. They don't know uh, whether uh, too much discipline is good or too or or less of discipline. Uh, you know, uh, discipline is bad and when they break that line and go through towards abuse nobody knows so sometimes how what how do parents know if they are disciplining their child or they are in some way abusing their child Can excellent. You throw some.
1: yes excellent question excellent question to put it simply abuse instills fear discipline instills education so with discipline your child knows that you love them when you uh discipline them and you have to discipline children they need discipline you cannot let them uh uh for example let's say they they hit another child. You find out at school, they hit another child or they throw something at that child, or they, they say a bad word or, or something you have to discipline them and say, and explain, this is wrong. This is why I am, um, punishing you. Let's say you uh you 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 uh you take away their electronic devices for a few days but they understand why it with abuse abusive parents you don't know why you're being punished you don't know why um ev- you're punished even when you do good things that's what abusive parents do right. and the punishment does not match the abuse So let's say you do something wrong as a child, which children do, and then your punishment is, okay, clean the whole house and you get hit, you get beaten, you have bruises, you have, um, marks on your face. And meanwhile, all you, all you did was by accident, you almost crossed the street when a car was coming and you get beat up. That's abuse. The child is only learning to be scared, to be to, to think, wow, I'm such a I'm such a, a mess. I don't know how to do anything right. That's abuse. So the biggest difference is that abuse instills fear. You don't want your child to fear you. And discipline instills education. So so you want your child to learn. And you want your child to understand why, why you reprimanded them. But if they fear you, that's abuse. And the child, like, for example, my mother would beat me all the time. My father hit me once. And, um, and every time he beat my mother, I felt like he was beating me and my mother would beat me for spilling something by accident for anything and everything. And when I would do something wrong as an adult, I said to myself, if she just um, talked to me firmly and, and, and said, look, you can't do this because you have to study. For example, let's say I got a bad grade you have to study. This is not, um, we want you to do well. We want you to excel at school. I would have understood. I didn't need to get beaten. You know what I mean? So children will understand. You don't need to beat them and put them down in order to get the best out of them. They will give you their best when they are heard, they are listened to, Ask more questions like, why are you not, for example, why are you not doing well at school? Is somebody bullying you at school? Is your teacher making you feel uncomfortable? Did you, was there, um, did something happen at school that made you shut down and, and don't like give them space, say, look, whenever you're ready to talk, I'm here for you. Um, we love you no matter what we, we just want the best for you and we are here for you. And whenever you're ready to express your feelings, that's okay. So all of these things will, uh, we, we feel that helps parents to kind of decide, am I abusing? Am I disciplining? Did I cross the line? Um, so I hope I answer the question. Children want to be heard They they want to be heard and they need to be disciplined. So, so, um, again, this is a practice, we have to practice this and we do this in our seminars actually, where we make it interactive and we give scenarios. Okay. So what would you do based on what you just learned? How would you handle these situations? And your children will respond very positively. Uh, I, I assure you, when you when you uh, uh, um, handle these situations in this manner with children, don't beat them, don't threaten them. Um, you're going to get the opposite.
0: Yep, that's a lot of insights into you know children's mind, how they should be treated, right. how you can. Take the best out of them. And the most important to, thing is to hear them. Everybody wants to be heard.
1: Yes, yes. And also, I just want to add with boys, especially, we tend to tell boys, don't cry. Uh, stop acting like a girl. Stop, uh, be a man. Uh, you can't, d- don't show your feelings. You are going to create a hostile ch- boy-child where they're going to suppress their feelings and then it'll come out in anger. You don't want that. Let them cry, let them speak out, let them express themselves, boy or girl. But we usually do that to boys, and it's a disservice because then they will internalize, and that's not fair to them. So I, I wanted to mention that.
0: <laughs> Good you mentioned that. That's very much prevalent in India, also, and and people are. Trying to tackle this issue uh, because it must be tackled when we still have some time.
1: Right, exactly, exactly. Right, while they're still a, a child in our homes, they will learn everything. They're a sponge. They will learn good if you teach them good, they will learn bad if you teach them bad. So pick, the choice is yours as parents, you know.
0: Thank you, Savrina. Thank you. Thank you for your time. Thank you for all the insights, the information, for sharing us with what your company is doing, how you are bringing out a lot of change in the society, in spite of the tough times that you had in your own life, but you have made it for the better good of the people. So with that, it's a wrap on this edition of the KJ Masterclass. Thank you very much indeed.
1: Thank you.